Hey everyone, it's Alex and welcome back to The Second Life. I just want to thank everyone so much for being here. My last episode with Jessie, my first guest, went so amazing. I'm so grateful for her and for her coming on and sharing her story and have and having such a long, deep, raw and vulnerable conversation with me and with, you know, for so many others. It was it was so helpful to me and I learned so much and I'm grateful that she educated me and so many others on her experience and so many other people's experience with going through something like that. So shout out to Jesse. Thank you so much. And all the feedback is just so amazing. People just really received this um, just so right. And I, and I, it means a lot to me and to her as well. We all appreciate the, the amazing feedback we're getting, but today it's just me. And I just wanted to be, I just want to talk about um, some personal realizations that I've made over the past few weeks and months, along with um, one of the pretty much the final um, thing we had to do for my dad after his after his death. I know, you know, of course, after someone passes away, there's pretty much like a year or so where there's a lot of responsibilities, a lot of things that you have to take care of for that person, of course. And one of the final things that we had to do in the um, in the Jewish religion and tradition, we had to do the stone unveiling and for my dad and my uncle Scott. And this was about a month and a half ago. And I was definitely I want I've been wanting to talk about this for a little bit because I was very scared to do this and the stone unveiling basically in Jewish tradition you wait one year after someone has passed away to make have their stone made and put in and normally there's just like a plastic little like a um, placeholder with their name on their um, resting place before that stone is made. And although there wasn't a year um, after my uncle, it's just a lot of loss and it's really heavy for my family. So we decided since it was over a year of my dad, we wanted to do both at the same time and make it special. And when this was coming up and I was talking about this happening, I was really, really scared for this and I was having a lot of anxiety and I was thinking, I bet so many others are experiencing this and I never really thought I would worry about something like this. It's just one of those things that makes it real and uncomfortable to me. It's basically setting it in stone, although that I've, you know, made the understanding and peace that my dad is no longer here, that he actually passed away. And same with my, you know, uncle and grandma. It's it's just something about that piece being done and in, st- in stone that really made me sad. Um, it just made it a little more legit, which is kind of silly in a way, but I'm because it's been legit, but I know that a lot of people understand what I'm saying. It just gave me a lot of anxiety talking about that. And it brought me to the point where I stopped visiting my when we were we began the talks of planning this and it was um we knew it would have been within the next few weeks or month I stopped going to my 
um, my dad's resting place and my uncle's. And once I found out that it was there, I, I, I didn't go until it was time for that ceremony because that was just such a heavy thing for me. And I, I'm someone that, um, with big things like that, if there's a ceremony or a celebration or, or just some special thing that can be, um, a part of that and done with that, I like to do that because I'm just, I'm just someone who finds comfort in doing those big traditions and things. And I like keeping, you know, family and friends, you know, included in things. I, I like doing that. And, um, it just, yeah, so basically I was really, really nervous about this, and me and my family finally set it up, and I was I was really nervous to see it because I knew I was going to get very emotional about it, as I just said why, but, you know, as that day came and it got closer, and um, our family decided to do it without a rabbi because you can either do a small unveiling little ceremony thing with a rabbi, or you can choose to do it yourself. And we decided, our family, we wanted to do it ourselves, and we, um, it was really nice that they created a whole um, custom thing for us to read, which was really nice. The rabbi, they, they made that for us. And me and my family, we, we went there and we gathered around and we agreed to read everything um, together and each of us had different sentences in different parts and it was basically a whole thing that we shared together and we did it and we read for them which I recommend if someone is debating on either a rabbi or with you know within just your family no matter the religion I don't uh, for me I don't know what other religions may do in um, ceremonies or traditions like this but if there's something to do with that where you can do it yourself, I find so much comfort in that. And it's powerful and something that made me feel better in the way that I now look at it and the way I, I um, want people to maybe give it a chance to look at it. Like if you're worried the same way and upset about this is I see it as taking care of them doing the ceremony, being there, as hard as it was, I remember I um, I was the one that took and did the unveiling and took the, um, the fabric off um, to reveal my dad's stone. And it was like a knife in my heart. It was really, really, really hard looking at that stone and seeing that it's my, my dad's name. You know, I've been there so many times and it's been plastic and I know that my dad's there and that's his resting place as emotional and hard as that is but I um each time I go there I found more comfort and this was just like whoa you know um you know a year and a half has gone by and I'm, I'm seeing the stone for the first time it was really really hard for me to do that but having all my family gather around and we read these these beautiful things ourselves for our loved ones, for my dad and for my uncle, while being around our other loved ones that had passed away, like my grandma and, and more. It was really, really powerful and so emotional. And um, 
I, I really looked at it as, as taking care of them. Like it's something that we can do to take care of them still, the way that they took care of us. And that made me feel really good. And so it's not for those, you know, who are worried about something like this or don't see as any or don't see any beauty or anything in it. Take a look at it like this because I found it, you know, really helpful and just and just powerful. Um, but that was a really special day and I understand what my anxiety and, and sadness um building up for that for that unveiling but um and I don't think that there was any overreaction but maybe I definitely could have taken it easy on myself but I just didn't know what to expect it's just like the idea of the unknown that just like follows us through this grief journey that just like hurts and it's the worst because like the unknown makes us feel so uncomfortable and still having to do something like that it's just like it feels like we're like this isn't ending like oh my god here we go again but it was also such a relief after because that was the last thing we had to do there's a lot of things like I just said previously that there's a lot of steps you have to take there's a lot of things you have to get done after someone passes away beyond just you know um you know, legal things and their belongings and, and there's traditions. There's so, there's so much that goes into taking care of someone after they've passed away. And it was, it was such, it was such a huge relief. Of course, there are going to be things that um, are going to follow me for a very long time with his passing. There's always going to be, you know, running into people you haven't seen since they were alive and still having that painful conversation as long as it's been like there's always going to be those things where you as simple as you know a ho like a hotel company calling you on behalf of their name to see what's happening with whatever it's it's little things that are reminders and that are going to follow you and they hurt but it's just a part of the process but one of the main real heavy real things that we had to do the last thing was this unveiling and after there was such a overwhelming as we left the cemetery and went out to lunch and sat with the family there was a, it was an overwhelming just amount of of peace that filled my soul and it was I felt so calm and I felt I'm getting emotional because I'm getting emotional because it was just like such a needed release and I just felt a little more free and I, yeah I, I felt more free and I felt just more peaceful and relaxed after we did this because it was like okay that door is closed all of these you know there's of course there's traditions and all these ceremony types of things you can you can do forever and it depends on you know religion and beliefs you can do anything you can always celebrate them and do these things but the necessary things you have to do that's over for us and it's so it's it's just such a crazy realization. I felt just an overwhelming amount of peace. And it just was a breath of fresh air. 
that we finished that we finished all of that um and i could i could sense that um that he was relieved too that my uncle might they're both they were relieved um that we did this i could sense that my dad was happy that we did it and um although he's you know going all over the place doing god knows what wherever he is in a different universe and in heaven wherever but um in that other world he's doing whatever but his resting place um his body his body vessel like you know he's at peace his resting place is set and at peace and we don't have to mess with it anymore it's set so that just really was just overwhelmingly peaceful for me um and that will definitely come to other people that are worrying about this so it's it's really great when you get when you do that and get it done it's just a it's a really nice really nice feeling and I'm really grateful that I had that experience obviously I'd rather not have that experience with my family but we had to and I'm grateful how it went and the love that I felt and how we all worked together and we I just felt the love and strength of our family as we were all reading and talking. I felt us all present, all the souls, everyone. I just, I felt all of it. That was truly a really, really special and unforgettable experience that I had with um, with my family. But beyond that, ev- beyond that event and doing that, as that's just something I really, I really want to talk about that because it was a new thing I didn't realize that I was going to have to experience and um, worry about. Like, I knew we were going to have to do that, but it wasn't like, um, when it was getting real, I didn't realize how much it was going to kind of hurt me and, and worry me in a way and just make me feel the way it did. Um, but it was very special, and I'm, and I'm really um, amazed with how it went. But... Beyond that, a lot of, I've made a lot of realizations as as life is, I make realizations all the time. We always do. And as life moves on, especially at this age, we're learning every day. And I love learning. And sometimes you don't want to learn the things you do, but you have to. And that's just the way it goes. But I'm always uh, grateful for the things I learn and the experiences I have, although they suck sometimes. The lessons are really important, and I'm grateful that I can spread that knowledge and help others with that. But I had a one like a really, really big realization recently, and it's crazy because you know, openly, um, about like a week and a half ago, I had probably one of the biggest, and when I say biggest, I mean most painful breakdowns about my grieving and about about my dad and my family's loss in a really long time, probably about nine or ten months, I would say, like in a long time. And it's bizarre because it came from something good. And what I mean by that is I sat down after my my summer school classes came to an end And we had just done, you know, this with our family. And so many things were happening. And I was just having 
I did great in my summer classes and I took a minute and I and I looked at everything I've done with myself, you know, physically, internally, mentally over the past few months of my life. And and obviously I've done so much in the past, you know, year and a half since my dad's passed away. I'm amazed and proud of myself to where I get overwhelmed, which is a, a beautiful thing, but the past few months and weeks especially. And that's because I I went out to Los Angeles and I did amazing, extraordinary things that I never imagined. And I took that leap and I thought about beyond that all the things I've done, you know, towards my future and with myself and how much love I've given myself and how much I've learned self-love and how I've spread that to other people and how I've support people and how I've just transformed myself and especially now something that I really dedicated myself to this summer was beyond really really my butt was totally kicked with summer school classes this summer but I did an amazing job and even with you know my grades I got last semester I did amazingly And growing up, I wasn't the best student, but now I've, like, totally changed that, which is, like, everything my dad wanted. Like, one thing he was super passionate about, super passionate about, would never shut up about it, was was so, it was so important to him that I graduate college. That was, like, his number, that was, like, his number one thing. Obviously, besides me being happy and healthy, he's like, you gotta graduate college, you gotta graduate. That was his number one thing. Thinking to myself, like, and he wanted good grades, and he wanted me to be healthy because he was so passionate with fitness and working out. That was his life, and literally the last text message I have from him was, keep working out. It's the best thing you can do for yourself. Like, so proud of you, because that morning I sent him a photo of me and my one of my best friends, Sophia, at the gym, and he responded and, and said that message. On the day he passed, that's the last message I had from him. And over the summer, I dedicated myself to doing great with summer classes and working out, making myself healthy, getting in shape. And I've now just, you know, I'm like talking about like myself so much. I, I always do that on here, but it's just funny um, the way it's going. But I've been working out so much and I, I'm in the best shape of my life. I don't know if you can tell. Sorry it's like kind of weird but I'm in the best shape of my life I've gotten into a um, workout routine where I'm where I'm going almost every single day pretty much every single day and I've done just amazing and here I am I'm sitting here in my new room as a college senior graduating this year and I had that moment where I was over, I was overwhelmed. I was thinking about where I was, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like I'm, I'm doing literally like everything he wanted me to do, and I got it done within like a year and a half. Like I'm here right now doing things I never thought I could do. I'm in a headspace and and where my soul is and who I am. I'm in a place I never, never imagined I would be, and I'm here. And I did all of that, like, myself. Like, I did this. And 
just having that realization just overwhelmed me so much and why and I'm getting to the point of why I had such a crazy breakdown because having these amazing realizations that oh my god I'm I'm doing amazing for myself and I'm doing everything they wanted me to do because a lot of it's for them like like he motivated me to do so many things because he was with me through the process I know he's pushed me and helped me in so many of the things I've done like when I say alone that means like me and my team of spirit guides but I've done all of this and the realization of where I am and how unbelievable it is that I'm actually doing exactly like what he wanted me to do and I know he'd just be so proud I know he is proud and blown away and so I can feel it that's why I'm, I'm so emotional right now I can like I can feel it I can feel the pat on the back and on the knee I can I can feel it I can hear him all the time every day with every achievement I make everything I do I can feel it I can hear it but there's still a difference which what made me so sad is making the realization of where I'm at and him and him not being here for it and that's what crushed me. I was in my car and I was parked. And as I was thinking about it, my heartstrings were just being so tugged and I and I felt myself being, you know, overwhelmed and not being able to be face to face and hear his, you know, praise and how proud he is of me and just all just the words and the text messages and the phone calls and the um sharing information, having conversations about things and sharing laughs and jokes and just the guidance I would get from him. It's just, I really miss it. And that's just like such a harsh realization in that moment that I'm just like, damn, like, of course, every day I think about him and I think about what we had. It's just a a part of my life. Everybody, I'm sure there's so many reminders of, of them. But in that moment, it really, really hurt me. And it yanked on my heart so hard to where I was in physical pain. And I haven't felt that in a really long time. I'm just, right now, I'm so emotional. I was so sad for myself. Um, and I knew I was going to be okay. But in that moment, it just hurt me really bad that it was just a reminder, like, this is forever. And it just, it's, it, it's really painful. And that was a very dark and sad moment for me, although I was so proud of myself for that and I could feel it. It was just the idea of him not being here to physically see and share these experiences with me. That hurts so, that hurts so much. That's just the, it's the harsh reality. It's more than harsh. It hurts so much. It's like agony. It's, it's so painful. But, after I had my moment of just, I like, I literally, like, I'm touching my heart because I, I remember that pain. Like, I felt my heart being pulled towards him. Like, I could feel it. Like, I could feel, like, him, like, pulling at me. And I just, I felt it. It was so emotional. It was so powerful. I could, I'm very connected right now. That's why I believe I'm so emotional at the moment. Because I'm okay. But it was, it was just really, really difficult and hard on me. But after I gave myself that time to say how I felt and also the idea of recognizing, because it took it, obviously, 
more than aware with what my family has been through and so many people and millions of families go through so much every day but I took a second because I've always always I let myself feel but so much has happened with losing two very important family members in such a small amount of time and just experiencing everyday problems that we have with family and sitting and thinking about that. I just really, truly had like the actual realization of how much my, like what we've been through. And it really, it just, it hurt. It really, it just, I needed a moment to kind of just soak it in, soak in the hard, the, the life we've been experiencing. And I'm so grateful for all the amazing things I've experienced, but I just needed a second to kind of recognize we've been through some hard shit and losing people so important is really hard because it hurts forever. But then after I had my moments of both things, everything combined, and I calmed down, I took it easy on myself after I had that release, that necessary release that I needed to have, and I let myself experience it in that moment, as painful as it was, I think it's because so much came out, but it's healthy, that's what's supposed to happen, and I'm, and I'm glad that I had that, it was really healthy for me. I started feeling hopeful, I started feeling proud of all the things that we've been through, all the things that I've been through and how I've handled things. And I realized how, again, how powerful I am and my family and my surroundings and my friends and how much love is around me. It's just, I, I'm, just, I'm proud and grateful for everything. Just all the love and support. And it's just, it's, it's, I'm just proud of who I am and my family, like who we are. It's really, it's amazing. And it's important to recognize and like it to own like the, the strength. And maybe a little more hopeful for the future. Um, and it also reminded me the importance of letting yourself feel and having those breakdowns because like, I know people are hesitant even though they feel the buildup and it coming. They suppress because, and I own up to this because I've said many times, let yourself feel in that moment. But because of how harsh and extreme this was and how much I was I was thinking about and all the pain that I ha- I was experiencing, I too, I was really worried. I, I I definitely suppressed it a little bit and let myself feel this for longer than I should have. And I grew fear of letting myself open up and experience that because I knew how much pain I was about to be in. And I believe that's why everyone kind of suppressed it because it's kind of like when you're asked randomly to watch a really sad movie, you think to yourself, am I prepared for this mentally? Can I handle this? No, I'm not in the mood. I don't want to do this because you don't want to open yourself up because you know you're going to feel emotional and you don't want to do that because that's a lot on your body. And that's why we suppress and that's what was happening because I knew that there was going to be a high level of just pain for a bit. And I just had, I just let myself, 
I just let myself eventually I was like I need to listen to myself because I know what's right and it happened and I'm and I'm glad that it did it's important to let yourself just let it out and, and talk and just let and put your words and your feelings somewhere like say them write them anything it's important to do that it's so helpful and healing to get it out of your system into the universe and I also learned, um, not learned, but I discovered and just, like, want to recognize is, and I've definitely talked about this before, but any time I always have, like, a really hard breakdown or I get really sad, um, the part when you start feeling better after, you know, your tears are drying and you got all the really dark things out, I can literally, naturally, we start, we start feeling better because we got what we needed to out. We had that necessary release. But any time in those in those dark moments, like some people may not be able to feel it, and some people can. And I know I can sometimes. But our loved ones tap in and they help you. They help you get through that that hard emotional time. They're present. That's why I believe I, I cry more. Because I'm connected. That's said it a million times that's my um that's how I recognize that I'm, I'm connected and, and in tune with with my dad at the moment is because I can't stop crying <laughs> um but you can like they're there and they they help you more than you know sometimes you can't even recognize it but I just they're there and they're there they're there to help you heal and, and feel better and do what's necessary for you they're there with you they know when you cry for them like, they know, and they're there to help you. And it's really, it's a lot. <laughs> it's, like, a lot, but it's that's just a really special thing that I just know <laughs> um, that I can guarantee everybody else has, whether you feel it or not. But I, I'm really glad that I had that release really important and I'm very proud of myself and it's it's good to recognize the amazing things that you're doing with yourself and I also realized that it's it's better it's more painful wrecking like I so I feel that there of course is like a um like a stereotype and it's just the way that we are programmed that um we want to make our parents proud and we want to do the things that they told us that they want us to do. And that's just like a norm and not everybody always has to follow that because you're your own person and you may not always agree and want to do those things and they not they might not be on your path and what you want to do with your life and with yourself. But some things, it's, it's, it's amazing and it feels really good doing those things because if they're happy for you and helpful for you and good for you, it feels amazing making those accomplishments. And it hurts because they're not, you know, physically there, but they are there and they know and they applaud you. It's a way... It's a worse feeling not doing things and making those achievements and and not, and not working towards something. It's a worse feeling 
but when you do it, it's it's amazing. It just it feels it feels so right. So even if for those people who are um lost in a way and don't really know where to start, think about some of the things that your loved one um talked about and even wanted to do themselves or were passionate about or um wanted you to do if that brings you like comfort or curiosity or a type of you know any type of happiness or any education anything anything whatever it is um it might be hard I'm not saying it's going to be easy but don't do anything that's going to make you you know um you know pain but if there are some things I advise you to explore those things and check it out because when you um succeed and have like a victory and it's for more than just beyond you and it's for a like a loved one and other people it feels so much better and it takes me back to the idea of taking care of them just by doing things for them and doing things that'll just make them happy and proud it's living living for them too it's really it's really special it's such a powerful thing that we're capable of and that we can do but yeah a lot of you know self-discovery and realizations and learning it never stops there's going to be so many things along this journey it's why it's so powerful it's because you learn so many deep deep things about life that's why when someone so close to you passes away, it's like, um, it makes sense why it opens your portal then. It makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's, I've learned a lot lately and I'm really, I'm grateful for the lessons that I've learned and I, I'm definitely going to apply that strength and that knowledge for the rest of my life and going to educate more people and eventually apply that to my kids and raising them and my future family, everything. It's really, really, it's special. So just a reminder, you can, you can get through those, those hard things, just get them done and be in the moment and find the beauty in it and the, in the, in the care in it, the way you're taking care of your loved ones still and the power of within you and your family and, and the friends or peers, whoever's around you, just within yourself is the most important. And you'll find more quality and and happiness and strength in life. And you'll get through, and you'll just, you're going to feel way more powerful and good. So thank you so much for listening, everyone. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.